You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Fritz, Mike, and Tina, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Listen live on the Mixler app and follow us on your favorite platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Radio.com. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Twitter at God Stories Radio. I'm Mike. And I'm not Tina. <laughs> I'm not Tina is in the house tonight. Absolutely. Please welcome to the show, Ray Flannery. Hey, good to be back. Good to be back. Thank you for having me. It's always good to have you, brother. Yes, sir. And we have a few other people here, too, but we'll get to that. Right on, we will. What's going on over there, Mikey? Four days, and I'm out of here. Likewise. Nice. That's right, you too. I'm headed to North Carolina. That's all I've been thinking about. I'm turning the rearview mirror inside Uh, out. Inside out. (laughs) It is on to the break of dawn. Uh Uh-huh. That's all I've been thinking about is this trip, and I just can't. I mean, at some point, I feel like I'm useless even at work. I just can't wait to get there. Nine plus years, I have not seen my three girls and my grandkids. Feeling useless at work, huh? (laughs) Even though I did get my uh, evaluation the other day, and it was top. There you go. So expect nothing less, Mikey. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Well, since we don't have uh, the missus here to do the shout-outs tonight, you gonna pass it over to Ray, or you doing the honors? I can do that. Alrighty, here. Let's see what we got. So we have one Facebook like, and that is Kara Jones. Kara Jones. Thank you, Kara, for liking us on Facebook. Thank you, Kara. Welcome to the GSR family. Yes. Thank you, thank you. And anybody else out there that has not liked us on Facebook, please do so from wherever you are. We do appreciate it, and then we don't have the crickets (laughs) during that time of the show. Uh Uh-huh. You need to get that little cue up for Fritz. Creak, 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 creak. I do have it. (laughs) Yeah, he does, I'm sure. I'm tempted to use it. (laughs) Not afraid to use it. So next week is uh, next, next week is Thanksgiving Thursday Thanksgiving. And, uh, Mikey's on the road. I'm on the road. Where are you at, Ray? You I'm gonna be at the house. Yeah, we're doing it at our house. house. Yep, yep. How about sure you, enough. Ken? I will. I'll be on the road this uh, this weekend. I'm going to Virginia visit friends. Oh, I love Virginia. How about you, Dave? Where you be? I'll be home alone. I'll be home for Christmas and yeah. Thanksgiving. Don't ask me to sing. Sarah called me out on that. What, a couple episodes ago? Yeah? Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it? No. Okay. Couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. <laughs> Somebody ought to write a song with that title on it. <laughs> they really should. Yeah. 
But, but uh, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving for those people out there next week. Everybody out there, happy Thanksgiving to you. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you to all the people that love and pray and, and support God Stories Radio. Uh, Amen. Yeah, thank you, Ray. Appreciate that. We just love all of you. Thank you for the Facebook likes. Mm-hmm. And what was it last time? 105 countries now? 105 countries. 105. Wow. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. What, six Boy. and a half years? Yep. Six and a half about right now. Yeah, that's wow. right. That Certainly is awesome. nothing we've done, that's for sure. That's no, all the father. All the father. You bet. We couldn't have done it if you tried. That's right. All the credit, all the praise goes to him. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Well, guys night out tonight here at God yes, Stories sir. Radio. Yes, it is. This is great. So uh, who do we have, Mikey? Well, we have um, someone that I've known for a couple years. Um, and knowing some of his testimony, even going back through from the latest uh, incident, um, it's been pretty tough. Um, and alongside uh, David Daniels is our guest. We have, uh, you have already heard, Ray Flannery. Uh, chiming in. He's uh, a good friend of our guest. And also uh, we have Ken McDermott in the house. Uncle Ken, it's good to see you. Yes. It's good to be back. I think he, right on. I think the last time he was here was I session six. I think he gets six. better looking every time I see him. <laughs> well, you know, my wife would disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, your brother's got to have a goal, you know. Right? It's like that fine wine. Better with That's these. It, baby. <laughs> so anyway, we have uh, David Daniels. And he's here to give his testimony, and he has a couple of uh, guys here, brothers, that are here to support him. Fantastic. Welcome to the show, Dave. Thank you, Fritz. On June 23rd, that morning I was having a lot of chest pressure. I had called my cardiologist. He's over in Ocoee at Health Central. He told me to get over to the hospital. So I was driving over to Ocoee. The construction zone over there was terrible. As we were going over there, I got in the wrong lane, missed the entrance to the hospital. I had to make a U-turn. As I made the U-turn to hurry to get around, my potassium levels had dropped, went down to about 0.05, blacked out behind the wheel. My car ended up over in Lake Bennett, drowned to death in my car. Unforsakenly, God, I feel, had placed a family, Sam Heron and her family. It was Sam's day off from work at ORMC, where she's an ICU trauma unit nurse. And she pulled up alongside the accident site. Her fiance, her brother, and all these other people went jumping into the lake to roll my car over from what I saw in the video. And they pulled me out of the car. Sam had pulled me ashore. Her and her mother started doing CPR. Sam had placed a trach with a big pen in my esophagus. Like a big, like a writing pen. Yeah, they wow. uh, they took the inkwell well, out and in my esophagus. Wow! But you know the details here Quick already. Thinking. Wow! Right? It wasn't just a nurse. <clears throat> no. It was a trauma nurse. A trauma unit nurse yeah. from ICU. Coincidence? No. And yeah. it gets better. I, I'm sure it does. The, I'm reeling already. The trauma, man, the trauma nurse that was behind him was she's a trauma nurse. 
her mother is visiting her, and she is a nurse in up Ch- north. At Chicago Med, and she's a trauma nurse also. Wow. <laughs> Not one, but, but two. two. All righty. No little RN from Podunk, Georgia. <laughs> Chicago. Yep. But unfortunately, as this whole thing went on, I was taken off to Health Central. They got me stabilized. They life flighted me off to OMC, where I was unconscious from all this when all this was going on in the trauma unit. From what my sister and friends have told me, the trauma surgeon that was on duty that night, he was only giving me about three hours to live because of all the algae that had gone into my lungs. Esophageal airway was totally filled with algae. Mm. My blood was poisoned from the algae. It was a nightmare. Mm. As Ken would tell you. But God was looking over me as God had told me when I had gone up. He said, David, I'm not done with you. You need to go back. Hmm. He says, you need to go back, take care of your children. You need to work more for God and be here for me. And do more of the testimonies for me to help others. So, you know, he... When he got into that accident, I was at work and John Durham called me and I was downtown in the office and he called me and said, Dave's been in an accident. He drowned and it doesn't look like he's going to live. And they're like, and I'm probably as guilty of it as anyone, you know, sometimes you pray and like you pray over a meal and sometimes I feel like mm-hmm. those prayers get, I get complacent in them and they're kind of bouncing off the ceiling, really going nowhere. And then when this happened, I did, I took my Bible, I went in my room, I sat down and prayed Psalms. And when I say prayed it, I mean, I really, I got quiet and I, and I prayed. It was, it was probably an hour and a half, two hours. I was oh. in there by myself, nobody else in the house. And so I'm praying for him and praying for him and praying for him. And this peace comes over me. And I know that he's in the most dire situation. Like he died. Mm. It doesn't get any worse than that. And so I get this peace over me. And as soon as it happened, I called John Durham back and I said, Hey, I know Dave's in rough shape, but he ain't going to die. Dave's going to be okay. He's going to be absolutely fine. And then because I know that Ray, who's sitting over here, is a prayer warrior too. Mm-hmm. I called him and said, hey, you need to tell the guys that they need to start praying. But it wasn't out of panic because that peace that I had, I just knew that he was going to make it. Even in the face of, even when I went to the hospital, and it was bad. I mean, those doctors were telling me, hey, he probably isn't going to live. It's really rough. And then I see him. And he's got hoses everywhere and mm-hmm. machines hooked up to him. But uh, that peace didn't leave me. No. Like, but, I knew that he would be all right. Yeah, they had me hooked to every single kind of life support machine there was on the entire wall. 
I remember that very well because I think we met you in the lobby, mm -hmm. Tina and I. You did. On the way up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we turned the corner and looked in there and I'm like, holy smoke. You couldn't have another tube in the man. No. It was not. E even my kidneys were going into renal kidney failure from all the fluids and stuff that had gone into me. Not your time, brother. Nope. Definitely Sending not. Sending you back. So your trip in the hospital, why don't you let them know how long you were in ICU, how long you were in, there's a something step in between. Down, the step down, step unit, down, what they yeah. call it. Yeah, I was in an ICU for probably about four to five weeks, wasn't it, Ken? Roughly, yeah. And then they put me into a step down unit, and I went there for about another four weeks. And then they transferred me from that hospital over to select specialty hospitals, which is a hospital that deals with infections, fighting the infection of the algae, algae. and stuff that was in my esophageal airways and that was in my lungs. I was there for about a month. After I resided from that facility, they made me over to a rehab facility over in where was it, Ray? We're in east side of Orlando. Right, yep. And I was there for about, about a month. And once I was discharged from there, I called Ray. I said, Ray, can you come and get me? No, no. He called me and said, Ray, can you come and get me now? And I'm get, ready to go now. And get, and get me out of here now. <laughs> Just thinking about algae, you know, ingesting algae. Right. What kind of crud is in that? Yeah. And that lake is literally... We talk about chaos in your body. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. That lake is literally split by Highway 50, which is a six-lane highway out there in Ocoee. So half of it's on, you know, the north side. The other half is on the south side. Yep. So not just the algae, but all the runoff, you know, mm -hmm. all that stuff that... All the construction that was happening at that time. So, yeah, you can... You know he was uh, ingesting stuff that was not good. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Anything and everything. Woo. You know, he didn't say this, but I think it's worth pointing out. When he was in the ICU and I went to visit him, his sister was there. And uh, so I'm walking in with his sister. And this is the, the first day I'd been there. And his sister says, would you like to meet the nurse that saved him? And I was like, well, sure. I'd like to say, you know, thank you. Mm. He goes, She's right there. His room was literally six feet from where her desk was sitting. <laughs> yeah, so the nurse that saved his life, she was, was actually the ICU trauma unit nurse that took care of me up in ICU. All the little details. All the little details. And wow. when I was brought out of a coma, she came into my room and she explained to me everything that happened. And she explained to my family everything that was going on and what was going to be happening. And believe me, that girl is absolutely phenomenal. She goes above and beyond her duties. She, she's a graduate also from Purdue University. Purdue University had also done a letter on her for their alumni school letter. I'll give you a copy of that for the Facebook so you'll see it. But it's absolutely phenomenal what this girl has done. She's now 
getting ready to go off to Tampa because she's getting married and she's going to be working down at Tampa very soon. Mm-hmm. And she's getting ready to also go back to school for nursing nesnathology. Okay. <clears throat> hey, uh, during this time, the the five weeks in ICU and everything that you've, you know, you're going through at this point in time, um, I can imagine just the, the dire, you know, just worry, anxiety, fear, everything running through your head. What was your, you know that you had a ton of brothers praying for you. Oh, I do know that. At that time. What about you? What were you doing during this time? Were you, I mean, what was your prayers like? Was you, or is it just fear? Were you seeking God? Were you calling out? I to was him? fear. I had seeking God, but I also knew that I had friends like Ken who came to me a few times and was praying for me at my bedside. Mm. And he was there for me. It's like George Mabry and his wife's ma'am. They came up. Matter of fact, Sam came to my room a couple times. And she got hollered at for coming into the room without being gowned up. Yeah. I got hollered at about that, too, by the way. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> yes, I did. You know stranger to getting hollered at, brother. No, I'm, I'm used to it. Yeah. Yeah, but Ken like a bull. But, Ken, didn't you come up to the ICU unit trying to get into the unit just by showing your badge from what I heard? No. That lady at that ICU door, the yeah. gatekeeper. Pam. <laughs> she ain't playing. Pam. Right? She, yeah, you ain't, you want... You ever seen uh, Quest for the Holy Grail? <laughs> the Black Knight, none yep. shall pass. Oh yeah, that's her. You will lose arms. <laughs> I know and exactly legs. who you're talking about. She is right not. You. She does not play. No. Well, just to let you know, she's no longer there. She's over at the VA now, Ken. Well, that I see you at the VA safe then. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, Dave, did you did you pray a lot while you were in there? What I mean. As much as I could every day. Yeah. When they didn't have me knocked out from the medications and stuff that I was on. Were you feeling closer to God? Were you feeling further from God? What... I was feeling much closer to God. God was making me feel, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to have. This is what you need to do to succeed, to regain strength. So you obeyed. I obeyed and went on. Yep. You listened, stood still, and obeyed. Yep. And sounds like you heard from him pretty clearly. Yeah. Very clearly. But, you know, I also know that since that original situation, it hasn't been an easy road. Very true, very true. Yeah. You've it's been, been yeah, the battle's continued. Well, all I can tell you is I know that I do have a fear I will not ever drive again. You won't catch me behind the wheel of a vehicle again. Mm. I know on the 20th, I was up at church at services. And as you know, Mike, I had a TI stroke that morning when I was at church service. Mm-hmm. I was uh lead that, that Sunday morning and had to have the... Uh... And I was also taken down to RMC again. Took me to the TI stroke unit and... They gave me the meds they needed to break up the stroke, and I'm back. Have they tied those to the accident in any way, or is it just... No, they tied it to my blood pressure being so low. Got it, got it. Because I've been having problems with my blood pressure being really, really low at times. Well, we know that this was that was your most current 
um, I guess you would say situation. Yeah. But there had been a couple previous to that that built your, I would guess, and from what I can see of you, that it has built your relationship and reliability on God. Yeah, right. The first miracle I had was when probably around 2010, it was my first week over at Universal Studios. Heat index that week was probably around... 115. We were standing out in the sun all day at the front entrance, dealing with that. And on my way out, I was roasted from the heat. As you know, at Universal, you have to walk long distance that to get out to your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Even for somebody in shape. And I got out to the parking garage, saw another co-worker over there, and I said, hey, I'm new here to Universal. Where's the closest gas station I can go so I can go get some drinks? said, I go on over to Turkey Lake over there. Follow me. I'm heading over to that gas station, too. Well, on my way over to Turkey Lake, I blacked out behind the wheel due to a heat stroke. Oh. Went head on with a tree with a brand new truck. And Orlando Fire Department had to cut the roof of the truck off and had to have 10 screws and rods put in my spine, my knee, and my wrist. From where they're clearly broken. Wow. Mm. And that's what I was saying before that before even this incident with the, the drowning, he there was stuff along the way that oh, I knew yeah. about. You know, his his wife. Yeah, she died passed. five she died five years ago as of this next week. Wow, it has been that long. Yeah. Good wow. gracious. I remember just seemed like yesterday I was standing in Isaac's shop with you and you were having to take her to an appointment or something. Yep. Well, it's been five years. Five now. years. Five years as of the 27th. Wow. Where mm. have I been? Man. Where was <laughs> that? Unbelievable. At, yeah. Where was that? At, you know, from the accident to then, you know, how? what is the timeline? Probably about five years difference. So the first accident, then your wife, then the second one. Yep. And that first accident, I know, brought on a whole lot of challenges as well. Like you said, with the with the screws, screws and the rods well, in your back so and in your knee, having to learn how to rewalk again. And right, exactly. Wow. And then not only did you learn how to rewalk, but what'd you start doing? Coming to church and praying more. Exactly. There you go. And then you said God told you that you needed. And to I start. got it. And I also got into a lot of the groups at church at real life. And you started to serve. Sure. I noticed that. I started to serve at church more and. Got in with real men, prayed more with them. Listening to Father. Listening yeah. to Father Durham. Man, you booked where, it right the, on in here. I wouldn't. Where the rubber meets know. the road. <laughs> <laughs> he was just in here a couple weeks ago. It was, was nice to have him back in. Oh, Johnny. Back in. Yeah. John, John Durham. Yeah. yeah. He's always a pleasure to be around. That's for sure. Of course. One job, John. Of course. One that, job. That, that's where the rubber meets. That's where the rubber meets the road. <laughs> But what I was getting at is not only with the rods and the in your knees and all that stuff, but not only did you teach yourself how to walk again, but you went a step further and then you got into the biking. Yep. And then did you start running too or Well, I started biking more because I was trying to do my health better, getting out, exercising more. I was getting up to about twenty five miles a day on my bike. Wow. Twenty five miles. Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't run 25 miles on a bike if someone was trying to kill me. Good. Oh, come on. You can even do it, Ken. I haven't I haven't found a seat on a bike that my butt liked. Yeah. <laughs> that bike would have to have a big engine for me. Hey, Ray. Hey, Ray. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, we, we need to get right. Ken Moran in here. He does the 100-mile ones. Ooh, no. That's okay. He can keep it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then those people that sign up for those Disney marathons, man, they do it in ten degree weather, raining. They don't give a rip. They're crazy. No, sir. <laughs> in a tutu, right? Yeah, it, and that's no joke. No, that's, yeah, they, yeah, they that's really absolutely do. true. They do the princess they runs the and princess stuff. Runs and the cancer runs and right. and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And well, the the reindeer runs coming up in Orlando. Yeah. Oh, geez. So I'm thinking about that timeline that you had asked them. He said that the first accident was in 2010. He said his wife's um, anniversary for death is five years ago. So about 2014, 2015, 2015. And then his recent accident was about a year ago. It was more than that, wasn't it? 2018. Really? Okay. Must have been early on in 2018. June. Oh, okay. So it's still about a year and a half almost. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's in a nine-year span. That's a whole lot to happen in nine years. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was all always also stuff that I know, little stuff in between, too. Yeah, little intermittent things, yeah. um, bouts with kidney kidney issues. Heart issues. Heart issues, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, we were coming in today, and uh, they got those uh, speed tables in the neighborhood, and... Uh, we're coming up on one. He's like, speed bump, speed bump. He's getting all, he's like all tensing up and he's yeah. grabbing onto the handle. <laughs> I'm like, dude, we're in a truck. Doom, doom. He's like, yep. But I got 10 rods. I got a rod and 10 bolts in my spine. I'm like, oh, my bad, brother. <laughs> I'm like, I completely forgot. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah but you got to remember my spine is infused too. Yeah. So, uh, wow. Jolt's right up to his neck now. Mm. That's Good insane. Gravy. Dave, is there anything that the Lord, with all, through all this trauma is there a message is there's something that the lord gave you all i know is the good lord wants me to be there for others to be there to pray for others to help guide others when in need of help and to help them well part of that is telling your testimony yeah this needs to be told yeah anywhere and everywhere well that and you started doing some volunteering at the hospital so whenever they have somebody with trach issues and stuff like that they'll call you up yeah, once in a while, if there's a family that has a problem with a family with trachs and the person's scared and they want somebody to talk to about it, once in a while they'll give me a call to come down and help them. Mm-hmm. To help oh, that's them get fantastic. Through it, yep. And I'll go down and guide them. Wow. You know, the most amazing thing is, is, is throughout this entire time, he's always stayed on the course with Christ. You know, a lot of us tend to be like, what I do now? What is this? You know, this is, you know, where are you? What are you doing for me? What do you, I don't, where are you at? I can't feel you. What's happening? Why are you letting this happen? Every time it's, this is what he wants. This God, is what I got to do. God wants us to be there. And I'm thinking about another coincidence when he was saying that, uh, you know, when you were in church that morning and we had to call the uh, ambulance, I think that was the first week that we had the medical team started. It was the first week that they were there. Yeah, Dave. 
Devereux from our table. Dave Devereux and yeah, his Dave wife Devereux. Victoria. Yeah, I think that was the first week. So that's just another coincidence. Gotta love the quinky dinks. Quinky dinks. And then also, Golly. then also another thing. My sister had gone ahead for Sam Heron, the nurse that had saved my life, had gone ahead and got this award going for her. It's called the Daisy Award, which is one of the top nursing awards in the world. And after I had gotten discharged and everything, about three months later, I got a call to come up to the hospital. And I called Ken. I said, Ken, will you be able to bring me up to the hospital? And he said, what for? I said, Sam, the nurse that had saved my life. She's being awarded the Daisy Award, which is the top nursing award of the world. And I went up to promote it to her. And in the meanwhile, I had gone and taken some of my pictures and I had made an award for her. It's called the Guardian Angel Award that I had made for Sam for saving my life. I always look at Sam as my guardian angel being over there for me. She's such a phenomenal nurse. Mm-hmm. To, to do what she, to do 20 what she, feet from you. Right. Your room. Right. But to do what she did right out there in the open, it just, no, it sounds like she had no hesitation whatsoever. Just no. went right no, to it. No, it sounded like there was a, a troop of them that didn't and it, have any. And it was her birthday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Well, there's a birthday present she'll never forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was she was humble, like she wasn't she wasn't boastful, she wasn't oh you know that's what we do or yeah yeah, she was actually grateful just to be there to be able, able to do that to right. save him because you know when you're a nurse or any medical provider and you get the opportunity to intervene in something like that it's like being an athlete and you train for the World Series. And then you actually get to play in it. Mm-hmm. So she was actually grateful that she could just be there to help him. And then the aftercare, you know, yeah. it was it was personal. Well, the Lord yeah. handpicked her. Yeah. Hey, right. Ken, remember when we went up for the award banquet and they started doing the announcement of the presentation and everything to her? Mm-hmm. And they told her to turn around and look at me. Mm-hmm. And look how she came running over to me and started crying. Mm-hmm. It's like she couldn't stop. She was like. I can imagine how emotional right. that is. Right. She just, she saved Cause his I was, life. Because I was standing there in a tuxedo. When before I was laying in a bed practically dead. Well, the one thing I wanted to kind of clear up because it really just kind of hit me as to how God, I mean, he orchestrated the entire thing because mm-hmm. what what the people out there listening don't understand is that. David was less than an eighth of a mile from the hospital that he was trying to get to. Now, if his car, if anybody's car would have gone upside down into the water, it still would have been probably five minutes for an ambulance to get to where he was. As short a distance as it was. Right. According to Sam, it was 10 minutes before Paramax even showed up. Okay. So even at that, 10 minutes, even at five minutes. He's done. He's done. He's dead. And he's mm-hmm. less than an eighth of a mile from the hospital. Mm-hmm. So and full of algae and whatever was in that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people just to grasp 
the fact that God knew exactly what he needed and he put it right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally the car behind him, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. because that, that, that five minutes well, would turn into 10 minutes. No, no more David. No. Right. You know, so he knew that you needed her then. right there, mm-hmm. right then. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he put her there. And only the father could have fashioned a story. With nope. an ending like this. Dude, that, gives, that gives me goosebumps. Oh, my gosh. And then, I mean, then, too, man. then if it's you just... want to top this off, a few months later after that, the city of Okoe called me. They wanted me to come and do a presentation of awards for the police department, for the three police officers that had also jumped in the lake to help oh. try to save me. Yeah, fully, fully, fully loaded. Not, not, not taking belts off, not taking beepers out, not taking cell phones out. Just... They're fully uniformed. Yeah. But, you know, you have to consider, too, when you consider all the parts that he put in place, you have to consider, too, if you've ever, and I have, tried to turn a car over that's submerged in Underwater. muddy water, halfway deep. Muddy, murky water. To flip that, and they righted the car. Like, just turning that over. With water in it? It half full of water. Just in the supernatural mud. strength there. That's the only way to explain that. Uh-huh. God strength. Adrenaline and God strength. Mm-hmm. Three guys flipped that car over. Wow. Woo. Wow. And then the nurse, she had already jumped in. And by the time the car rolled, as soon as it was upright, she pulled David through a window. Said she kind of not really swam him because the water, it was mucky. Yeah. So she kind of waded him back to the shore, drug him up by that ditch, and did that trach like that. I mean, to have the presence of mind. With a pen. A big pen. <laughs> Dave, wow. you still have the pen, don't you? I still have the pen. It's in my Bible at home. Me and Trish did a commercial for big pens. That's why this is... <laughs> there's, a, there's a commercial. That uh-huh. is a commercial right there. I'm telling you what. Uh-huh. Multi-use. Keep your big pen. It could save your life one day. That's yep. exactly right. Yeah. Get the point. Be here all week. Be here all week. <laughs> so, David, I'm curious to know because I've only known you now for the last, well, I guess it's been about eight years now, right? Yes, eight, brother. Eight or nine years. Before before this session of your life, this chapter of your life, what was your walk with Christ like? Were you were you always a Christian? Did you Well pretty much when I was working for Disney, as you know, Fritz, you know Disney and security down there. Yeah. Work, 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 work. Yeah, you have no life. You have no life to even come to church. But I mean, did you did you know of Christ? Did you believe in Christ? Did you ever I go believed to church? in him? But I didn't get as much as I wanted to. So the this this chapter of your life was more of a a wake up call, like it was hey. more of a grand opening of it. Okay, there you go. I like that a grand opening mm-hmm. of your faith. That's a good way huh. to put it. I like that. Wow. Some of us need a re grand opening. <laughs> that is truth. It's so truth. I like that, Dave. That's but um, ever since this up. has all happened, I become great friends with Ken. I mean, the other month, Ken and me went walking up here at Lake Louisa Park. I had just gotten my brand new brace on my leg. 
Kenny even giving me the nickname of Squeaky because yeah. of the way my new brace was. <laughs> Man, brother, if I didn't know something was wrong with you, I'd tell you, you just zoom right in here. But I'm doing so much better now. God is here for me. And I'm, here for, and, and I'm here for God. Right. Amen. As he told you, you ha- he has something for you to continue to do. Yep. It wasn't your time for a very, very good reason. And nope. I don't see why. If people aren't compelled by hearing that story. I don't know. Well, you know, and Dave, Dave has a good heart. You know, he told you that we've, we've been friends for a while. And that's like, that's not my nature. No, be, not you. No. Well, I no. know it's hard to believe. <laughs> but when when I first met Dave, we were a real man, and I just kind of I knew of him, said hi to him a few times, mm-hmm. and then I met him up at uh, Sky Zone, and he probably doesn't remember this, but I remember. Yeah, when your child got hurt. Yeah, and he had give, he gave me these these coupons that he had. And I remember leaving there going, wow, that guy's pretty nice. You know, he's a pretty nice guy. And then I started talking to him more and more and more. And, you know, I'm not real big on most things that people say because a lot of people say a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But my grandpa used to tell me, you know, people will forget what you say, but they'll, they'll remember what you do. Right. And Dave, I mean, he's the real deal. Got a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. Wears it on a sleeve, do anything for you, and means it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's you it. know? It's well, hard not to not to like Dave. What's well, the old Disney philosophy, Ken? Be my guest, be my guest. <laughs> oh, God. Let me put my service to your test. <laughs> wow. If if people don't know, yeah, this show generates or you know is originated in Orlando, Florida. So yeah, there's a Pretty lot cool. of home uh, of the mouse. Yep. Yeah, a lot of mouse and house. Universal and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. tons and tons of uh, be my guest stuff. You know, and I'm thinking too that you know when this incident happened a year and a half ago, being Dave being part of Real Men, I I think it kind of brought that the whole group the whole room there closer together as well. It did. During that. No doubt about it. Yeah. From what John Durham told me, when they had brought it to the real men to pray for me, there was about over 200 people in the room that night. Yep. Mm -hmm. And from what I heard, it expanded phenomenally. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I still get a phone call from Canada. How are you doing, David? Wow. From a church up there. Oh, really? Just to uh, kind of attest to what uh, Kim was saying earlier, when I uh, went and picked David up at the uh, rehab facility, he was in such a hurry to leave. But every, and I mean every nurse, physical therapist, doctor. The chaplain. The chaplain. Everybody was running. I mean, he's he's in that walker. He's coming out as quick as he can, and they're stopping him. Dave, Dave, giving him a hug and giving him this, trying to give him food and He's like, Ray, oh, he's like, thanks, he thanks. Ray, get me out of here. <laughs> he, he's, yeah, he's like, he's like, oh yeah, it was great, thank you, thank you. And he turned around, start, you know, coming back towards the truck, and I'm sitting in the truck parked outside, and I can look down this long hallway, and it took as maybe, maybe 50 yards of a hallway, right? 
and it took him a good 30 minutes to get out of there because everybody kept stopping him and coming in. And then when he turned around, he looked me dead in the eyes like, oh, here I come, here I come, here I come, here I come. Oh, another one. Uh-huh. But that's just, that's Dave. I mean, he made an impact on every single person there yep. with his positive attitude, his focus on Christ, just knowing that, you know, this is what God wants me to do. I want to move on to the next facility or the next chapter, but mm-hmm. he did. He left a very positive mark on absolutely hey, everybody are watching, there. I'll tell you. Yes, they do. You don't know and, who is uh, either. Yeah. When I left Disney, I was amazed at the amount of people that came forward and told me that I was inspirational or, or a blessing to them or you were they more were really going to miss me because. You, you know, were more than an inspiration down there, Fritz. You know, they, uh, I was amazed, you know. Especially on the Halloween Horror Nights. I remember you down there. <laughs> I Whoa. just, uh, but that, that's a good message to, to everybody, right. you know, especially Christians too, that, you know, a lot of times we, we pray like, God, what do you want us to do? What do you, you know, show me what you want us to do. And we feel like we're not getting answers. We feel like, you know, we don't have any very specific direction as to where he wants us to go. But like Fritz said, People are always watching. Always watching. Mm-hmm. You don't know yep. who is. You bet. So what mm-hmm. God wants you to do is stay focused on him, live that life, because people are watching. And that's exactly what he wants you to do. Because we don't do it for glory. We don't do it for us. We don't do it to say, hey, look at what I did. Hey, look at this. Hey, look at that. We do it because it's what God wants us to do. And I think it makes a testimony so much more impactful because it sets people up to to receive. Right. You know, when you have a good attitude and you're pleasant and... And uh, they notice that, gosh, just something different about him. Yeah, he just he walks a little different, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. I used to I used to think um, we were everybody's talking about, you know, I, I I reached out to this person and this and that, and I brought him to Christ, you know. And I I would sit there and think, and I'd pray. I'm like, man, I really don't know if I've ever brought anybody to Christ. I don't know if anybody that I've reached out to has ever made that step. And then God made it pretty clear to me that it's not for you to know. It's for me to know. Mm-hmm. He's like, you stay focused on me, not on the outcome of it all. You keep you keep focused on me, yep. and I'll handle and the rest. rest. Yeah. So, and it's mm. hard to do because it, you know, in the world they want you to everything's goal oriented. You know, in the world it's. I want that truck, so I'm going to go work for that truck. Or I want that house, I'm going to go work for that house. I want, you know, this position, I'm going to go work for this position. And then you can see what you've attained, you know, what you've gotten, you know, once you once you get there. But those are all broken cisterns. Those are all for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no glory in it because once you get it, okay, what's next? That's right. And that's why it's hard to stay focused on Christ because it's an it's an eternal gift is what we're after something that we'll never see here on earth there's mm-hmm. no glory for it here on earth it's what christ wants for us and that's what we'll receive eternally mm-hmm. so living in a secular world is kind of difficult sometimes to stay on task you know i fall off a lot i i'll i'll go one way or the other you know regularly but i i constantly you know get back on task but i've seen david over the last 8 years pretty you know steady eddie just just staying right right in the course you know mm-hmm. what i mean I'm, I'm sure there's sometimes where you you know you waver a little bit here and there 
but for the most part, he's very consistent in what he says and what he does. Right. It's 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 we're watching, we're seeing it. You're mm-hmm. you know we yep. see it. Living right. testimony. Right. Right. And yeah. you know, um, I pray every time before I get into work. I need to. And there's a verse Colossians three twenty three that I keep embedded in my mind as I walk through that door, and um, it kind of helps get through the through the day and it says whatever you do work at it with all your heart mm-hmm. as working for the lord not for human masters since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the lord as a reward it is the lord christ you are serving bam mm. mike drop you know i've always and i'll be honest i've struggled with that sometimes because in my profession mm-hmm. it's hard it's like you're like, how can I, how can I do that? And then, uh, what do you mean? How how can you consider that working for the Lord? Right. I mean, gotcha. It's, it's not a, but it needs to be done. Right. And I I completely understand that one, but it's the. I don't know. I just how, I struggle with that. Like, how does mm-hmm. how can this tie into something that God would, you know, honor? Well, there's been several times, there's been several stories that you've told me on how you've actually mm-hmm. spoke of Christ to the person well, while they're there, you know, after the situation. Right. You know, and that's exactly how you do it. Right. You, you, I've heard a couple of them, too. Yeah. yeah. You, you use every opportunity to just plant that seed, man, because that seed you plant might have 25, 30 years to, to grow. Seed time and harvest. Mm-hmm. There you, go. you know, I'll tell you, that's something that that I really, I guess, I respect about David Mm -hmm. is I watched him. I knew him when his wife passed away. I knew of the first accident. Mm -hmm. I knew him when he got into the second wreck. And never, never one time, and I have done this, and I haven't been through half of that stuff, right? I've been through some tough stuff, but nothing, I haven't died. I haven't lost my wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, like Ray said, I just watched this guy day after day after day, no matter what was going on in David's life. And I know that he struggles with some stuff, mm-hmm. even now. Yep. Right? But I've never called him. And he said, you know, I ain't in the mood to talk to you right now. Hmm. Or it's always, hey, Ken, how you doing? Hey, Ken, how are you? You know, thank you for being such a good friend, Ken. Yeah. Always with the words of encouragement. Yeah. And when you are down, you know, that can, that can lift you up. Right. Right. And how would you not want to be around something like that? Exactly. Which is tough for me because I'm not a real people guy. (laughs) We need to turn you into one, Ken. (laughs) That's fantastic. Man, what a story. Session 225. 225. Thanks for coming, Dave. Yes. Thank you for your testimony. Dave and Ray and Ken, man, this is like family reunion up in here. Yeah, this was good. Yeah, it is. Good. It's nice. This is awesome. Like, Ken, you, you, will you come back? Certainly. You're welcome anytime, man. I, I know certainly, you're busy. Certainly but I'll come back. I'm, please. I didn't know I missed this this much. Right. I know he's got a story, too. He is full of nuggets of wisdom. He doesn't realize it. He but, does. you know, it's talking about real people with, you know, real problems and real situations. Mm-hmm. That guy over there. You know, he talks about them with conviction and with passion. Right. And he's seen stuff that we could, couldn't even imagine. Couldn't. 
You know, I always, I've heard some of them. I always tell the story about Aubrey. You know, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. but in the past year, he's he's gone through something too, and oh. maybe we could have him back. Yeah, can we have you back, man? Sure, tell, I would love tell to. us about it. I would love to. It's and I'll be honest with you. It, you always it's are. It's going to be tough. It's a very, very, it's, it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. It's the hardest thing. Ouch. It's and it's the most difficult thing for me to talk about. It's the single worst thing that has ever happened to me before. But I would love to come back and do it. Okay. Well, my gosh, you just set it up. I'm ready. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, after that, I'm ready. You know when that, um. He just mentioned, Ken just mentioned that he didn't realize how much he missed this place. The first thing that popped in my head is when my wife and I were on here and she mentioned that this is your war room. And dude, every time I walk in here, look, here come the goosebumps again. It's, it's insane. The, the power in this room, I was telling David, David's like, I'm getting nervous. I'm getting nervous. I'm like, brother, when you walk into this room, just put on your armor. I'm like, everything just goes away. I mean, this is the the Holy Spirit is in oh, this absolutely. room. We've had people come in with pages of notes, Dave. I mean, they think they're prepared mm-hmm. and they get started and they they might read one or two lines of it and then they never look at it again. The Holy Spirit takes over. Takes over. Well, I told David, it's unbelievable. I told David he started writing this stuff down and he had me read it and I'm like, yeah, that's good. You can bring them if you want. You're not going to look at them. You're right, right? I'm like, you'll never you'll never pull them out yeah, of your I pocket. That's, that's that's wisdom. I think you should. You should write, you know, bullet oh, points. Oh, absolutely. Significant so, yeah. you're times in your life. Yeah. Soaking that in into your mind. I agree completely. But like you said, the Holy Spirit takes over. Mm-hmm. You bet. And he puts out there what he wants out there. Absolutely. It's it. Every time I've been here, it just it amazes me. It well, you're always welcome, brother. You're you're considered a, a not co-host now. <laughs> the not Tina co-host. The not Tina co-host on, on my speed dial. I hope hey, I can. Can you I, get over here in ten minutes? You know, I hope you, I can come again too someday. You're always welcome, Dave. Sure. You guys have done. I have to tell you, I haven't been here in a while. You said that. You, I think you were at session yeah. six with it's been, John. So it's Durham been it's been a long, Burke. long time. But I, I'm going to tell you, I am. This is quite quite a ministry you've created here i mean it's amen. a you have amen. really it's all him. really you have let god guide you amen and turn this into a living breathing real deal ministry amen you know and i always i always have to tell the story about when i got down on the dumps and i told the lord i said you know it says in your word that we will do greater things we will see greater things than even you accomplished you know, I'm tired of this manby pamby Christian stuff. When does that happen? You know, and it pops into my mind. God stories radio. Yeah, well, welcome. Hundred and five countries. It it's this is You talking to this mic, a hundred and five countries are listening. Right? <laughs> you know, I completely I'd, blown away. Yeah. I, mean, I really mean that. And I know that God ultimately is the one that did this. Oh, Amen to that. But, yes. but you allowing him right to do it through you mm-hmm. is it's impressive I well mean, and, and it, fritz says you know you know we've had and it's the way i pray these days for god stories radio we've had and we don't even know what it would look like but we had hoped that god was going to blow this up one way or another but we have no clue what that would look like and then 
Fritz would get down and feel like he wanted to quit. And then later, I felt the same way. And as he says, it's a good thing we didn't do it at the same time. Yeah, we all both wanted to quit, just not on the same week. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Well, and, then, you know, we actually took three months off one time, right. and we grew in listeners. Now explain that. Well, that's, that's just like I was saying earlier in the secular world. We're looking for, you know, yep. we're looking for that goal. We're looking for that mm-hmm. tangible, you know, whatever that may be. But that just shows that you guys are truly letting God work through you because Absolutely. you just kept going. You knew that's what God wanted you to do. You yep. kept doing it and then it grew and you never saw, oh, well, we've done this and we've done that and we've Mm-mm. done this and we've done that. But every once in a while, God gives you that little glimpse. Hey, GSR radio. You know, it's funny, Ray, for the first year, we never heard from anybody. It was, right? I think, longer we didn't than even, that. We didn't even know years. if anybody was listening. We didn't. We had yeah. no clue. Well, I remember we were, uh, Mikey and I were talking one Wednesday night, and um, he was he was talking about you know how many how many times the episodes have been downloaded or whatever, and he's like it, you know it's it's just this, and I did some math real quick, and I was like Mike, you realize that's like you know, five hundred downloads for each episode, and you've only done at the point like you know ninety episodes, and then an- another little glimpse, Mike was like, oh. Wow, you're right. That 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 is quite a bit. But uh, he's that, a numbers guy too. But that just shows you guys that your your hearts are pure. Your hearts oh, are true. What is now for me anyway? Yeah, I, I can confess for me that I am. I I've I've prayed. Again, I reach high, but if this is what he wants on a Thursday night, one time a week, I'm good with it. Dude, I love this. I, I love do. I love I love listening to it. Yeah, I love coming in here and sitting in here. I mean. It's just you're a natural man. I gotta, I gotta say. Uh huh. Oh, I'm like Durham. I can talk and talk and talk until somebody shuts me up. <laughs> Ken's over here looking at he's, me now. He's not kidding. <laughs> no, he's he's got a gift. There's no doubt about uh-huh. that. Uh, Ken sits uh-huh. in my group. Yeah. <laughs> and Ken's coming back. You heard it yes, here he first. The last on time he, stories radio. The last time he was here, it was in the kitchen. Amen to that. Well, listen, if you got a testimony, drop us a line at GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. What else can they do, Mikey? They can tweet us. They can tweet us on Twitter, and uh, please like us on the Facebook. And yes. not that we're looking for the numbers and the awkward silence at that part of the show, but, you know, you can keep up with us, and you get the episodes first when they're published, comes across Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then they uh, become a part of GSR family. Yep, Absolutely. Wonderful. Yes. And uh, we have uh, tax man's coming. Tax man's coming. If you feel so inclined to push the button, we would, every little bit helps. And uh, we have to file like the big boys. So it's expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm sure it's not a problem for Joel Osteen, but we have to. <laughs> but for us, um, we need a little bit. But uh, thank you, everybody, for yes. all the support. Um, you know, uh, and we've Thank had, you for the gear and before you sign off, we had a couple of people uh, message us this week. Actually, one recently today. Yeah, we did. We had somebody just out of the blue, um, a pastor. He wants to do give his testimony. Give his testimony. Right. Praise the Lord. And I'm curious to see how he heard about God's well, stories. We're going to find right. out. I'm sure we are because he he wants to do this. And then we had a woman later on this afternoon. I think uh, she's a listener from way back. Uh, I recognize the name, and she just says, oh, I missed you guys. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Keep them coming. Yeah. We love it. Well, uh, wishing everybody a very happy Thanksgiving. We're off next week, but yes. we will 
be back the following week uh, with God Stories Radio and some new testimonies and going to mm-hmm. close out the year big. I'm going to try to. I know. All we have to do is say, Father, we'll need some uh, guests, and he lines them up. Well, it's going to happen. We've already booked one right over there. <laughs> so we're good. <laughs> All right. Yep. So that about wraps it up for session 225. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm not Tina. Not Tina. God bless you. God bless. Thank you, Lord. Like I was going down, but you love. Can you say it one more time? Say thank you. If I can get everybody here just to. Sing along with us. Thank you, Lord. Give him thanks for me with a grateful heart. Seemed like I was going now. You know I'm grateful
glory to your name.